Greetings and welcome back to Qualified Nonsense. Here at Qualified Nonsense, we like to tackle the tough questions that you send in with our sage and sound advice. Do black holes really have hair? Creamy or crunchy peanut butter? And is the Megalodon still with us? Stick around to find out our opinions on these questions and more. I'm Jake. I'm Brandon. And I'm Matt. And this is Qualified Nonsense. Qualified Nonsense was created by childhood best friends that didn't want to lose their long-lasting friendship, so we decided to create a podcast doing what we do best, giving you our quote-unquote professional advice on real-world problems and curiosities. In all reality, we hope to connect with you, the listener, and deepen our friendship all around. So let's get to it. All right, welcome to Qualified Nonsense. Let's, uh, last week, you got to know us a little bit. Let's uh, do a little bit of a fun fact individually. Jake, you want to, do you have a fun fact about yourself that you'd like the audience to know? I do. I have what appears to be three testicles, but don't worry. (laughs) Don't worry. There's two testicles and one varicose vein uh, that makes it look as though there are three. But if you ever see me uh, weenie waving you, then know that there's just two testicles there. And We're that's all, all from Jake. <laughs> being best friends, we can confirm that that's actually true. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you're going to have them cut off, right? Uh, you're, you get have a vasectomy, so you're not going to have any more, right? Yep, that's what a vasectomy means. Cut off your <laughs> testicles. <laughs> <laughs> Episode two of Sound Advice is going great. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, uh, fun fact about me, well, about all of us, I think, oh, is that we have uh, all lived with each other at one point. That's true. Sexually. <laughs> I mean, we've prob- hell, we probably all slept in a bed together at one point. Okay, this, yeah. this is gonna. I'm sorry. So I was we we were living together, and I was going to school at University of Portland, and these guys were working at UPS. And I came home one day, and I saw. Uh, so I was riding my bike by our big front window, and I saw two fucking naked bodies run across the window, and I was like, "What was that?" Park my bike, go in the house, and there were articles of clothes from the front door that led all the way to my room. And there was a tie hanging on my door <laughs> handle, and my door was closed. And I was like, "What the fuck?" And I uh, and I uh, opened the door, and these two guys look like they're bare ass naked. They just had their shirts off, but they looked like they were naked with the covers pulled up like to their chin. And they're like, "We were waiting for you." And <laughs> that, on, Jake. that is what it's like <laughs> living with these guys. And I'll tell you what. I miss those days. That was, that was some good shit. <laughs> what can Brown do for you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Mine's probably the most uh, boring at this point is I've never uh, broken a bone. I've actually only... Uh, no, that's not true. Up until recently, I've only ever had one stitch, too, and I made Jake hold my hand while I got uh, that stitch in my foot. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, is chipping a tooth considered breaking a bone? I don't think teeth are bones. They're calcium deposits, aren't they? Well, I mean, aren't bones kind of calcium deposits? Well, to Google. I'll, I'll add it to the, I'll add it to the first options. <laughs> Great. This is going to be really good audio content. Uh, teeth aren't actually bone. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. Teeth aren't actually bones. No. 
Good to know. Well, we're going to debate that for the next hour. (laughs) (laughs) Before we get to our first question, why don't we take a quick little break? And welcome back to the show. Our first question comes to us from Christine in Dallas, Texas. Christine writes, Hi, QN. My brother is a total user who takes and takes and takes from my parents and they refuse to stand up to him. He's a married adult man with two kids. He is also employed, yet he uses manipulation to get my parents to pay for things for him. For example, he'll hold out on letting my parents see their grandchildren unless they give him money for diapers or food. When we go out to eat as a family, he'll order tons of food and drinks for himself and not even make an attempt to even split the bill. He expects my parents to cover him. I've asked them about it, but they brush it off. What's the best way to put a stop to this behavior? As much of a pain in the ass as he is, I don't want to lose my brother. Thank you. Well, Christine, this sounds rough, and I want to start off by saying on behalf of all of us that I'm sorry that you're in that situation because that sounds shite. I would say, uh, honestly, um, if you've already approached your parents a couple times about it, they are not dumb, likely, and they have their own issues to deal with. But I'm wondering if the best thing to do is to actually just make sure that your position is known. And then once it's known, probably to your brother also, just let it be and let their relationship be their relationship and you continue your relationship with your parents as you see fit. That's kind of a shitty bit of advice, I think, because you're not actually doing anything about it and you're just sort of letting it happen. But if you want to keep the family doing its thing, that that might be the right move from my personal perspective. Call me crazy, but this is uh, this doesn't seem like something that would fly in Texas either. Seems like you'd get an ass whooping eventually. <laughs> I, I I do think it, it sounds like you. Yeah. Like Jake mentioned, you know, you have to deal with not just your brother, but also your parents. And I mean, if you have had that conversation with them multiple times, then, you know, it seems like it, it might be a lost cause, but you might want to talk to them about trying to set boundaries with your brother. Um, and if that doesn't work, I I do think, yeah, you, you should pursue the n- nuclear option and, you know, call him out in an, in an embarrassing way. Like, you know, maybe when you're at one of your family dinners at a restaurant. Preferably uh, Thanksgiving. Do it at Thanksgiving. Call him out. I'm and thankful say, for. Oh, yeah, you could do that. But like, check. like at dinner. Yeah, you could be like, oh, uh, hey, Brian or whatever his name is. Uh, you picking up the check this time? Uh, you know, you freeload or whatever. You know, you could say whatever you want. But. <laughs> Just do it at Country Kitchen Buffet. You doing this? You <laughs> lazy piece of shit. <laughs> uh, but I, I do kind of. I get you know. It, you know, you're both adults, so you. It, it's tricky because you don't. You know, you you don't really want to interfere with. You know, maybe he is struggling. Maybe his wife isn't working. Uh, but then also like the withholding y- y- visitations with your grandparents to that's until they pretty get fucked like, up. Yeah, that's yeah, just that, good that's old manipulation. Up. Yeah, I don't like I I insert Vin Diesel uh you know soundbox here of family is family. I don't have friends. I got family. Oh. But um, 
I feel like more families struggle with things like this than we give each other credit for. Like I know we individually um, have our own family struggles and I wish, you know, I would see certain family members um, that, that I don't see for, you know, reasons to be you know withheld. But um, I, I'm of the opinion of they're never going to know if you don't say it. And sometimes it's, it's worth having those hard conversations, but try to be as delicate as you can with it. Um, yeah. And if it's not, you know, if it, if it seems like it's not being either well-received or glossed over, then just say like, look, this is, this is how it is. And this is how it's been. And you know what, if they're not willing to come to terms with it, chances are they never will like this. Uh, you know, Christine, your, your brother sounds like this has been going on for a while and I have no reason to believe that he's not going to milk this as long as he can. Cause he's also gotten comfortable, right? Like start, I, I would, I would start calling him out, but that's just me. And that's my yeah qualified I, I, yeah. nonsense. <clears throat> yeah, no, definitely qualified nonsense coming from over here. The after you make your position known, that's really tough. You you, you said something in your question about not wanting to lose your brother, and of course that's uh, something important. And I've been pontificating on the fact that um, family is so random and so un um, earned, I guess, and un. I don't want to be a pessimist and I have got, I'm lucky. I have for the most part, really good relationships with my close family members, but my more extended family members that I, for any number of reasons, don't align with, um, or see eye to eye with, you know, their family. And, you know, that was like a biological happenstance. So take that for what it's worth. Yeah, are you trying to maintain the relationship because you just feel that's the what you should do, or right. are you feeling pressure? That's a good way to say it. Um, like, or or do you genuinely, you know, I, I mean, I, I don't want to question your relationship with your brother. You you say that you you don't want to lose him, so you know, um, but at a certain point, you you sound pretty fed up with him, so you know, maybe, maybe you do need to kind of put him on ice for a while and maybe give him the cold shoulder and he'll say, Hey, what's up? Uh, why are you being this way? And then you could say, well, it's, you know, I'm, I'm sick of seeing you treat mom and dad this way, or, you know, and maybe that's a way to kind of, um, get your foot in the door with that conversation, uh, and have a conversation with him, uh, like a heart to heart. And, uh, you know, it, it does he genuinely need, I mean, maybe he is struggling financially. Who knows? Like I, and maybe there's he a gambling is, addiction there or something or yeah. Maybe he's too embarrassed to just flat out ask for, well, I guess if he's asking for money, I don't know. It, it, it's a, I, I feel uncomfortable getting involved in like my siblings finances or how they spend their money. But it, I, I do, I do understand that it's you know frustrating to see them take advantage of your your parents like that. I feel like this is a gateway question for the Maury Povich show, so we'll put this uh, we'll put the link to be <laughs> a guest on their show in our bio. Check us out. Jesus. <laughs> <clears throat> but in Christine, all seriousness, I, like it's it's unfortunate. I'm sorry you're in that position. Um, I would I would uh, 
put two cents in there and say, no, you're not alone. We all struggle with our own family members, whether it's known or not. Um, sure. And, you know, to the, to, to what severity is, um, you know, it's, I mean, it's I, difficult. I, I, I guess we have the perspective, you know, I, I don't have children, but you two do. So if. What? What? <laughs> no, I was just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, if, if you had children who were doing this, let's say your, your grandparents and your kids have kids and they come to you and they, you know, keep, you know, you, you go out to dinner with them and, you know, you pay and it's whatever it's, you want to, you feel generous and you're, you're the parent, whatever. But if they say, I'm not going to let you see your grandkid or, you know, like they say, well, you know, we would come over, but uh, little, you know, junior here uh, needs diapers and we need money for food. Like, would you give in to that or? No, absolutely not. Probably the first couple of times, like Christina saying it's happened. But at a certain point, I would say, you know what? my generosity i i would happily buy you drinks and food and whatever i'm all about experiences over you know the the material things i guess i do enjoy whatever but um i would say if you know if this is if this is the point of contention and this is your you know this is your absolute you got to be honest with me otherwise i'm not going to come to dinner with you you have to set those boundaries like we were talking about earlier of you know my generosity would know no bounds for my kids. But if you're going to start giving ultimatums or withholding, or I need this because of that, then I was like, well, let's have a conversation about it and then just be done with it. Don't, don't prolong that and stress the relationship anymore. Just get it all out there. I imagine this subject is going to come up a lot uh, throughout this podcast, but people um Suck. don't like well people don't like to be wrong or people don't like to meet their own shortcomings um and i think that's an important condition that we all have and in varying degrees we all have to uh come to terms with in varying ways um but from your parents perspective they don't want to identify something in their own upbringing of kids of their kids that would put them at fault. So recognize that there is probably some um, denial occurring with your parents. Um, and again, the only thing you can really do is make your make your position heard, make sure that they know that you want the best for them and that you don't want them to be taken advantage of that sort of thing. But people don't like to be told that they're wrong or told that they've goofed up. And in this case, it would seem as though they goofed up with somewhere along the way with your brother. And admitting that is a huge step for a parent to take or anyone to take admitting fault. Um, so recognize that that will probably also be some additional work. Yeah, but don't let it keep going. You, the, the longer you let it keep going, the worse it's going to get and the more comfortable everybody's going to be. Yeah, I mean, maybe, you know, question him on it like uh, is he using the money well i don't know i uh, i was gonna say is he like using the money for your xbox games or something but i don't know that seems just, just hire really a accusatory <laughs> hire a pi and follow him around well is, yeah. is it worth worth that then the next... put it on put it on youtube mm-hmm. youtube uh twitch just live stream it exposed <laughs> 
Well, on so, that one. <laughs> yeah, Christine, best of luck. That sounds rough. Uh, we hope over here at um, Qualifying Nonsense that you that you have a that you have some some better times ahead with that, and hopefully you can make some headway. Yeah, get it out in the open. Uh, send us a message after you have that conversation. Let us know how it goes. Yeah. Good luck. Hope that helped. Challenging situation. Okay, so our next question is coming from Brooke of Wilmington, Delaware. Delaware. I didn't know anybody lived there. Um, actually, I've never met anybody from Delaware. Have you guys? I, I mean, Jake, I... you you lived on the East Coast. Like, yeah, but who 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 knows anybody from Delaware? Isn't Delaware where all the companies have legal entities? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or Wyoming or New Mexico. So that's the yeah. West Coast. Ask that, me how I know. That, <laughs> yeah, that's the West Coast side to do it. Every like my company, my old company, and a lot of companies like their legal entities were. I mean, I guess yeah. you know President yeah. Brandon Del- is from there, but uh, Del- Delaware is just one giant Regis office where we all have shell companies. <laughs> I mean, you laugh, but it's probably true. <laughs> I mean, Delaware oh, I- was the first uh, state to join the union, so. But- oh no, that's 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 why that's okay. <laughs> history <laughs> but yeah it, like a ton of insurance companies and stuff are located there um All right so uh brooke from wilmington writes hello I, something just, just dog your entire state all right now tell us a question <laughs> yeah <laughs> who, who fucking lives there all right now what do you got <laughs> we don't know anything about it but uh <laughs> that's our opinion qualified nonsense coming in hot sorry brooke uh Brooke writes, something that has caused a lot of embarrassment as well as friction in my personal relationships is being from Delaware. Uh, (laughs) Is the fact is the fact that I have a child's palate. My taste in food pretty much stopped developing when I was five years old. When going out to eat nine times out of ten, I will order chicken fingers or a grilled cheese. At home, my most common meal is a PB&J with the crust cut off. Black pepper is way too spicy for me. My friends and romantic partners have all made fun of me for it. Is there anything you can suggest for me to dip my toe into more adventurous eating? Thanks, QN team. Well, as a food lover, I, that that pains me slightly, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, I think there's, you know, I think there's solutions uh, to be adventurous. Um, the English are known for their bland food. Uh, that's not super fair to them, but um, there's a, I've got a couple of cookbooks by a guy named uh, Hugh Fernley Whittingstall, who has Sounds a very bunch British. of- It's very yeah. British. I thought you were just um, going to keep and, going with names. Jesus, that's really know. long. <laughs> it's, it's, it sounds pretend. Um, for th- but he's got a bunch Shire. of dishes that, that he-, he uh, got famous with a meat book that's really interesting but there's um a veg book that's good but anyway uh, he's got a bunch of really great cookbooks that has food that range in flavor but they're all on the more muted side or the more they're not like super strong taste so i'd encourage you to check those out also you should make your own bread because it's relatively easy to do and bread like who doesn't like bread and you can make your own sandwiches on your own bread and it's a lot of fun yeah, this is a tough one, Brooke. I I uh I identify with you more more than you probably know. However, 
uh, you know, my, my grandfather was a chef and hell, I have his chef's knives tattooed on my arm and he saw that in me. And you know what the very first thing we cooked together was, and this was how I started my adventure to food was with my grandfather was meeting me on my level as a kid. And we started by cooking chili dogs together. Now my grandpa could have come to me and was like, well, we're going to cook something from obviously it didn't exist at the time, but like the French laundry or whatever is like, Oh, we're going to have poached Brussels sprouts with, you know, beans from whatever. No, he just saw like, Hey, you need to start developing as you go. And then we graduated. Then we went to chicken cordon bleu. And then it was, Hey, we're going to start introducing vegetables. Cause we knew that that was hard. Right. So start small baby steps, go from there. Um, one thing that helped me, and this is going to sound so stupid is I worked next to this old, this burrito stand and I would eat there this Mexican joint every single day if my body allowed me, but I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be sitting here before you. And I started like incorporating different vegetables into these burritos, but it still incorporated all the things that I knew that I liked. And then I would start removing them. I still never got to being like a full veggie burrito, but there were better things in there than that were previously. So baby steps. Also, I am the proud parent of two picky eaters. Not apple didn't Same. fall. Apple didn't far out, <laughs> fall too fall from the from the tree. Um, however, one of my daughters isn't necessarily the biggest meat fan, which is interesting. But she does love cheeseburgers, chicken nuggets, all the things that a six year old would like. Um, and it's really contentious. But there's so many websites out there, and I would suggest you as an adult even look them up. Like, how do I get my toddler to eat healthy? Because you admitted yourself, you stopped developing your palate after five years old. Start there. Like start looking at basic recipes. Anyway, I'm rambling. Matt, you're, you're a child that has, that doesn't eat much and also doesn't care for meat. Is it your younger one? That's the older one. Oh, interesting. Yeah. The, the our, younger our, one's the my, monster. Our younger one does pretty much exactly as you described. We should talk about this. Maybe offline. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I tried to get them to eat a chicken salad the other night because I was like, you know what? We need to do better. Mm-hmm. I knew that they were, that they, they, they just, oh, Jesus. They just went uh, to the beach with their grandma and grandpa, and I knew it was going to happen. It was, you get grandma and grandpas or grandma and grandpas for a reason. So they had, you know, this, that, or the other snack. They had 18 million pieces of saltwater taffy. So then, you know, trying to lead up to that, I was like, well, I want your bowels to at least move. So I did this chicken salad and I incorporated all the things that they liked into the salad. And even still, it was like pulling teeth, but you incentivize as you go. Maybe that's what you should do, Brooke. Incentivize yourself. If I eat this, then I get a piece of candy. Ooh, it's like put a, like a swear jar and have money in it that you can't get out until you piggy bank. I'm sorry, Brandon. Oh no, no. Um, I would say just start with the foods that you uh, start with what you like about the foods that you currently eat. Uh, what do you like about them? Like, is it the texture, the taste, the mouthfeel, whatever? Like, do you do you even enjoy the chicken strips and PB and J? You know, uh, if you're if not, and you're just eating those things because you need food and that's what's around then you know it might be more challenging to develop your palate uh if you do 
like those things though you can certainly build upon that like if you like chicken strips and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches uh maybe you should try like chicken and waffles uh if you like that then maybe you could try more like sweet and savory dishes like cranberry walnut salad or like tacos with mango salsa you know like just kind of you know continue to just take little baby steps in those directions um you know i I, like i it wasn't until i was in my 20s that i i like coffee and um (laughs) like i started drinking mochas and then now i i just drink black coffee so you know it's um God, you went from like a 16-year-old to a 50-year-old overnight. <laughs> I just liked a, a nice little mocha here and there. Nope, black coffee. <laughs> uh, so you become more and more like Sam Elliott. <laughs> Cowboy yeah, over here. You know, just, um, you know, just take those those baby steps and kind of like follow follow what you like and follow that into kind of the things that you like about what you like. I do feel like that's really hard as somebody that, uh, you know, identifies as not liking vegetables on a regular basis. Um, I've found that I enjoy the most obscure ones that I think have really bad kind of like stigmas about them. Brussels sprouts, for example, like Brussels sprouts are now super trendy because we figured out how to put pieces of bacon and lemon over it. Right. And we make it savory versus like super bitter and boiled and what like those typical connotations are with it so i would kind of say like you know look at something that you could that lends itself well like mushrooms for example mushrooms only taste like whatever you cook them with so if you know that you like garlic for example cook them with a shitload of garlic right start there and and learn what it is about them like is it truly the the, like what Brandon was saying, is it the mouthfeel? Is it you don't like the sponginess? Or with Brussels sprouts, is it the bitterness that you don't like? Or what is it? Do you not like the crunchiness or kind of how soggy they can be? And figure it out and go from there. But start stretching yourself. Because if you said your romantic partners are even kind of, you know, razzing you about it, I can only imagine that, you know, it's, that's not working out well. I do think it, it would be, I mean, you know, not to like, dog pile on you or whatever but i i do feel like it, w- it would be frustrating if you were with somebody who you know maybe it's you're having a celebration anniversary birthday whatever you go out to a nice restaurant and the person you're with is like oh do you just have you know chicken fingers or <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah plain <laughs> cheeseburger or whatever you know, like, I don't know, that that kind of makes the experience less fun. So I, I understand, you know, at least you're, you sound like you're willing to try to change things. I mean, at least when you go to the Olive Garden, you can eat all the breadsticks you want and you have that available. So <laughs> fine well, dining establishment. <laughs> uh, take, take the, uh, what you like to eat on the chin, but then get into uh, like get like heavily into pastry chef ing whatever that like baking so like sure yeah your palate's not great but like your sweet tooth palate is like on point oh it's probably phenomenal you should be a judge on like great british bake-off or something right exactly that's what i mean like if you if you make some fucking bang up cookies or some croissants or something like that let's go although it doesn't like added sugar kind of like ruin 
one's palate, like if they're eating a lot of sugary things. No, that it makes- well, I'm saying, I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. Like, take the grilled cheese on the chin, be like, hey, I only like grilled cheese without the crust. Sorry. But check out my, my sweet, uh, pastry chefing skills and exactly. that's sort of like the the balance yeah. look at my fancy pop tarts yo <laughs> there was actually an episode of that show uh, my wife is really into it and they made like fancy british pop tarts and they were like being super critical of them i was like jesus christ yo i love that what's show the, it's so uh, good what's the cuisine of delaware like is it like mostly like, like crabs and or is it like shellfish money business (laughs) whatever insurance executives like to eat like adrenochrome from scared children i feel bad for brooke we we, we haven't let up this entire time i'm not gonna lie brooke it would be super frustrating but as somebody that uh, has been there gotta take baby steps you got this this is from only in your state these 18 iconic Delaware foods will have your mouth watering. The Capriotti's Bobby, which is a sandwich. It's basically like a Thanksgiving sandwich. Turkey stuffing, cranberry on a sub roll. It's kind of like PB&J. There's cranberries on it. Thrasher's French fries, which are a boardwalk thing. Blue crabs. Blue crabs are great. Wait, maybe the problem is that you're in Delaware. Get out of Delaware and 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 eat somewhere else. Maybe maybe that's the maybe that's the solution. <laughs> yeah, just go like settle up in the Midwest. Pretty sure they'd have something for you. Oh yeah, you you sound like you know maybe like a you know you like baked mac and cheese or something like that, and that just go straight up to Canada and get like poutine all into poutine. Sure, this is counterintuitive as to what you're asking. <laughs> However, <laughs> we're just trying to, it's, it's, it's really hard to convince somebody to get into vegetables. Like I'm not still even very much into them, but like, I know what I've, I know what I've at least geared towards. And you know what I would honestly tell you, Brooke is like, I'm actually the you of vegetables right now. I will only eat what I know that I like, but there's still vegetables for crying out loud. I'll eat a Caesar salad as the day is long because I like it. Right. I'll eat, uh, you know, a salad with chicken. Cause I know I like it. I'll eat brussels sprouts because i know that i like them outside of that it's kind of hard for me because i was like uh, i don't know i don't know well, about Brooke that squash. Is, uh, sounds averse to like spiciness so but you you love hot sauce and spicy foods right i used to my 37 year old self now is uh struggling with this thing called indigestion that i had no idea existed so that I've sucks found that yeah as i've gotten older especially more very recently like i I can't handle super spicy food. I have to kind of. Well, doesn't your taste change? Like, isn't it, isn't there like a cycle that occurs that you're, that like all of your cells regenerate over a period of, you know, however much time, I think it's like seven or 12 or 14 years or something like that. But tastes develop in adulthood or like throughout one's life, but it's noticeable in adulthood because you're, you're an adult you know, after in your twenties and then come your late thirties, your tastes start to change. Like I I went through a period of time in my twenties where I didn't like spicy food. I liked it beforehand and not, and now I like it again. And if I'm not sweating while I'm eating, I'm not really interested. But yeah, I used to be that way too. Yeah. I I didn't even eat it for the taste. I just ate it for the pain. (laughs) (laughs) 
just to feel something. (laughs) (laughs) And then it like, it it almost kind of comes full circle because you see like old people with a ton of candy and ice cream and stuff like that's just because they just don't give a fuck anymore. They're like, whatever. (laughs) Here we go. I don't know. It it seems like, uh, I don't know. These these aren't even mine anymore. I'm going to crunch all these Werther's I can. (laughs) (laughs) You will see like old people buying a bunch of ice cream, but I don't know. Well, Brooke, I hope that helps. Good luck on your, uh, on your palate development. Um, be sure to email us a picture of your first vegetable centric thing or your most adventurous thing. And we'll post it. Uh, this is what Brooke landed on for all of our curious listeners. Also, we will single you out. We'll gladly single you out a marathon, not a sprint. So, you know, you don't have to, you know, go do it all balls to the wall all at once. Yeah, Brooke, don't go balls to the wall. With that, uh, hope that helped, Brooke. Uh, We're going to take a short little break. All righty. Thank you to our two questions for this episode. Now we're going to enter into our little lightning round that we do uh, between us. We're going to have three fun questions. We're going to spend less than a minute or maybe two on each one of them. But this time we're going to start with Jake. Uh, First celebrity crush, go. Oh, <clears throat> what was her name in Goodwill Hunting? Uh, Mini Driver. Mini Driver. Not much of a crush if you can't remember her name. I mean, you know, that's whatever. why it's Mini homeschooled. <laughs> <laughs> was that the movie that did it for you, Goodwill Hunting? No, no, it was that pirate movie that she was in. Why do I not know Mini Driver? Anyway. I'll have to look her up. Uh, she was in. She was in the Cutthroat Island. Yeah, still not. Huh. Interesting. Right. I'm gonna look Jeez. her up. <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> Brandon. Brooke Shields. Go. Uh, um. Well. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, but uh, probably realistically, Catherine Zeta Jones. Um. Because I remember as a kid, I. Uh, I got a when the movie Entrapment came out on video. Um, I got a poster from the video store of the movie Entrapment, and it was like a like sexy picture silhouette of her set against Sean Connery's like rough Scottish face. But <laughs> uh, probably her. Nice. Uh, mine uh, actually goes into kind of uh, the the Brooke section. Mine is uh, first first one I remember having a crush on was Rachel Ray, the uh, celebrity television chef back in the day. Absolutely, uh, uh, yeah. I don't know. There's something about her personality that was fun and uplifting, and she cooked, and I enjoyed it. And I come from a family of uh, chefs, so. Oh, no, mine Ray. is a barefoot Contessa. I. Uh... I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> just going off of the uh, cook cooking. I mean, I, mean <clears throat> I was trying to think also, I don't know if this uh, necessarily constitutes as celebrity, but I- I'm sure we all had animated movie crushes when we were animated? younger than that. that. Yeah. Like, like Disney movies where you were like, or maybe not, maybe, I, maybe, cause I remember like, uh, I don't, remember the specific movies but i remember having like the like whatever disney princess was was like 
Hey man, oh, whatever you're into, whatever you're into is your own thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I. No, you don't my, like. There are you do hear um, women like our age, like, ooh, I, I thought the fox from uh, Robin Hood was hot, or what you know, stuff like that. So, right, and, and I, I actually the think fox? It's what's well, what's Robin funny Hood. is that like it's not even at that young. It's not even like a crush. It's more of like a discovery fascination of like oh that person's pretty or that person's like the you know and you get into weird land like like or I, putting or weird ideals onto people you discover that you're a furry you discover you're a furry like the, the fox right. and robin hood was hot <laughs> all right yeah next question lightning <laughs> round all right that one took a weird turn all right if you could travel back in time jake what period would you go to probably the 19 19- 19 teens, 1920s. Any particular reason? Um, I don't know. The The flapper scene probably seemed fun just before everything went, took a shit. Like <laughs> it was probably great time to be, but you know, <clears throat> the likelihood of being a rich person during that time is low. So uh, I would probably have just died of appendicitis. So, but yeah, I think the 1920s seems like the cool sort of. You did have your appendix looking- removed, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. I think oh, about so that all totally, the time. You like, totally would have died. Oh, yeah. I would have been dead. Easy. Um, but Berlin, like in the Berlin area, area, that seemed like a really fucking cool time. Hmm. All right. Cool. I think you would have fit that too. Like the the, the uh, wardrobe would have lent itself well to you. I think you would. Hmm, thank you. you would, yeah. Have you guys seen? It's on. I forget which which program or which uh, service it's on, but. Um, Babylon Berlin it's in it's all in German but I recommend it it's a really great show um but it's in, set in that time period and the style is just really cool interesting Brandon um January 6th 2021 <laughs> uh I would join my fellow patriots at the no um I uh uh well, this is September 11, 2001. Um, Jesus uh, I would probably go back to 1968 um, because I've heard people say that the times we're living in now aren't or are very similar to then uh, because there was a lot of social upheaval, civil rights things going on uh, Martin Luther King being assassinated Bobby Kennedy being assassinated um, you've got the hippie movement you've got civil rights movement uh, Vietnam going on like there was a lot of change, change. happening in the country yeah. and uh, you know like you've got the rise of Nixon and you know, there, there's like a, a, a Chinese proverb or whatever that says, may you live in interesting times. And I I do think that uh, it'd be interesting to just go back then. And plus, music was cool. Movies were cool. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I don't know, just check it out. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would have to agree and say probably like late 60s, early 70s. I... In reality, I think I'd probably find myself on some commune, just like, no, man, here we go. And it just, you know, I, I, think, no, it's pretty, man. I think it's like stereotypical um, 
to just kind of gravitate towards that. But I mean, it was definitely a feeling of the country of we're going to revolt and what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know, but it'll be okay. You know, I, Mm -hmm. there's some, there's something about that. That's kind of glamorous. And I'd probably go back to that. Assuming that, you know, like I didn't have a family. I don't know, boys. Point. I, yeah, I feel like, I feel like, like what Brandon was saying, that time is now. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough with a family. But, uh, it's just, you could uh, do it's it. it. You could off grid it. I think it's very different. Like there wasn't so, there were so many unknowns as to like what was going to happen that that generation kind of set the precipice for like what is happening now that it, that generation said it's okay to do the things that are happening. So they were very much on the ground floor for it oh now yeah the like, baby boomers are totally responsible for fucking everything <laughs> yeah exactly that's why it's so that's why it's okay to be like wait who is it it's like why it's okay to be like christine's brother so. <laughs> <laughs> sorry christine um all right uh, next about, question everybody that yeah everybody that sends in questions we just dug out them so that we have zero <laughs> listeners super hey man you Good set yourself plan. you set yourself up anyway uh that is that concludes the light oh no wait no that does not conclude we have one more question a little bit more lighthearted. <laughs> jake what is your favorite junk food oh man i i can just in fact, after we record this, I'm going to go find a bag of just dry ass, salty fucking tortilla chips, like corn chips. Ugh, I love it. No I could, flavoring, I no, no cool back. ranch or anything? No, no, no flavoring. I, I oftentimes will get salsa or or make salsa like pico de gallo style, style but um, ugh, I, I could also just eat just dry, like... I, I, it sounds like a bad time, but for whatever reason, it just hits the spot for me. Hey, man, everybody's got their thing. Just don't, plain, yuck your, don't yuck someone's yum. Just plain, uh, plain tortilla chips. Yeah, man. What? How do you feel about Doritos? Because I like Doritos. I, chips. Also, I mean, a lot of a lot of chips. I could just my my problem with uh, a lot of junk food, but mostly chips of any kind is that I'll just kill a bag. And I'm sure that's everybody's problem, but like I'll do it. Oh, you don't do you, <laughs> do you get uh do you get Juanitas on the the East Coast? No, but if we did, I would be <laughs> bigger than I am now. All right. Juanitas, if you're listening, distribution. Yo, Juanitas, get in here. Yeah. Get Yakobo something good. Ole. I did find a a local uh chip maker around here that they're they're, i I will say it's not as good as juanita's but it's a close second for tortilla chips jake do you make do you ever make your own do you spend the time to make your own i haven't no i'd like to but there's a lot i'd like to do in the kitchen that i just don't have the time or energy to get into fair speaking of not spending any time in the kitchen brandon what's your junk food um, are cheeseburgers junk food? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, it depends on where you get them from. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you get them from a place? Do you have a sure. spot that you really I mean, like? Uh, anywhere, anywhere that makes cheeseburgers. Um, I mean, they're all. I would good. say, I, I don't know. I'd say that's more <laughs> of a vice. Am I not allowed to say that then? No, I, no, that's fine. Cheeseburgers. Yeah, uh, All nice right. try, Brandon. Try again. Wait, weren't you? <laughs> wait, we're, we're gonna gatekeep. I don't know. Wait, it was sour patch kids. 
weren't you? No, weren't you? Weren't you going down That's the smash? The Brandon. <laughs> Brandon was going down one. the. Uh, he was going down the smash burger path for a while. Yeah. No, I, I make those. What does that mean? Pretty frequently. You never had a uh, smash burger. You no. just have a. You take a ball of meat, a uh, hamburger, and then okay. put it like on really a hot. small. It has to be like two ounces or or less. Yeah, not not okay. very big. Um, and then put it on a hot griddle, and then you take a just smash, smash it, it down. Yeah, smash it down as thin as you can. You try to get them as thin. Like there, there's a whole subculture for people that are into this. Like there's there's theories that people have of like, do you do the like, do you smash it on top of a bed of onions so you can like start to steam the burger? But it's all about the crust too. So that's the hard part. So there, it's like, this is going to go down. We're going to need to have a separate episode about this. But smash yeah. burgers, Jake. Look I, them I up. do think though, mainly smash it's burgers are, and and you have to use. Um, American cheese. I, I'm a firm believer mm-hmm. in that. Cheap buns. I think basically the cheapest ingredients you can buy will make the best smash burger. Like you don't want to fancy up so the So you're bun. just talking about making a McDonald's cheeseburger. No, definitely not. It, they're different. It's <laughs> we'll send you some YouTube videos. But okay. I, I think, yeah, you don't want to overthink the bun. You don't want to overthink the cheese. Like American cheese and just a plain white bun, yeah. and then Pink definitely has to have onions. It has to has white. It has to have white onions on it. And then you can make up your own sauce hmm. for it. It's I mean it's mainly I think a sauce delivery device, but I don't know a smash burger. Yeah. Huh. All right. Anyway, well. All right. I to think be continued. The smash burger is as good as the sauce. Oh, I see the smash device, like a big, like a big weighted. Yeah, just yeah. A, like a cast iron flat thing that you, you know, hmm. smash it. Right. With. You, need, you need to have it like medium to high oh, heat. Oh, I see. Medium high yeah, heat. Okay. I, I do it outside on the grill because it, you know, so much gets pretty, smoke pretty smoky. And, and <laughs> you got to do you got to do the eighty twenty uh, ground beef, so you get a, yeah. a bunch of. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to do it with a. I've done a leaner ground beef. It doesn't turn out as well. You want Get out a of my fattier. Face. Yep. Yep. Fattier ground beef. I see. I see what you guys are up to. <laughs> so that's that's my. I, I could have a burger, three meals a day, three hundred sixty five days a year. Perfect. <laughs> Killer. I think for me, I have two. One is um, kind of to compliment Jake's, but not really. Is Fritos. But specifically, Fritos scoops. Fritos scoops. Like I, it has to. Like those, they knew exactly what they were doing when they created those. Like, guess what? We're also going to make sauces, and they're going to like shove this into their gullet. And I totally do. I will kill a bag. And like the the frustrating thing about Fritos scoops specifically is that they have such small bags. They come in small bags. They don't have family size. They don't have anyway. Right. Fritos scoops. I know this. I hadn't had bougie. I hadn't had Fritos in I don't know how long, but I had them just the other week, and it took me back to like my childhood vacationing with my grandparents. Like it was wild. It was like zip, I was there, and it was pretty cool. But they're fantastic. Yeah, Fritos, hell yeah, saved America. I know this Probably. makes me sound bougie, but the uh, Trader Joe's brand of the Frito scoops, I think, are better than Fritos scoops. 
Fun fact, I've never set foot into a Trader Joe's. I've never oh. been in one. <laughs> uh, this might sound a little bougie too, but my favorite junk food is just anything that I can get at 11 Madison Park. Just like... <laughs> the fuck is this? Just, what is 11 like Madison the, Park? It's New like York the thing? number one... It's a. It's like the the number one restaurant in the world? Question mark? Yeah. It's... Yeah. Sounds like an address to a convenience store. I mean, it's the address to the location, hmm. but... Oh, check out their their website's cool, and they've got a cookbook too. But it, I mean, it's like the top. It's the top bougie. It's That's like where you should start. Brooke. a plate or something. Yeah, Brooke, <laughs> <laughs> go drop a grand and uh, eat there. Yeah, I mean, I so Fritos and then anything with the Reese's brand, peanut butter and chocolate. I'll just annihilate. So. Fritos is also what I, I would think like the cleanest junk foods you can eat because it's three ingredients. It's corn, salt, and oil. And it'll still kill you. Really? Yep. <laughs> yeah, look at oh. the bag of back of a bag of Fritos. Those there's just three ingredients. See, I'm just being conscious about my junk food habits. <laughs> I mean, not for that you, those things you. are good for you, but I mean, and also not when you're like shoveling just a bunch of like fake cheese on it. Yeah. It's a an edible spoon is I what remember it is. us taking trips to uh 7-Eleven hitting the the nacho cheese and the chili yeah. chili and machine I mean roller food is also de- a definite weakness when I was with the brewery I was running I was doing the Tacoma runs and there's a love stop at exit 71 on Rush Road and it was like equidistance it was the perfect distance to stop and get gas so you could go up to Tacoma not have to gas up in the city and then come back and I swear to god they have this like glorious um, they have an incredible amount of roller food <laughs> but they call them tor- they don't call them taquitos or anything they're all they're called tornados and they uh God, they have so many different like. I was just saying, I'll be right back. I'm gonna go. With it. No, it was, it was, they were <laughs> amazing. I just kind of want to drive up there now. Is it because of it creates a tornado in the bathroom later? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you know exactly what kind of mess you're getting into. But anyway, all right. Well, good job on the lightning round. Turns out uh, these were all triggering questions. Yeah, I'm hungry. Oh, I looked up <laughs> Mini Driver, too. Uh, I, I know exactly who she is now. Got it. All right. So that has been our second episode. Uh, thank, <laughs> thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, share, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. Send any advice questions to qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials, Qualified Nonsense, across all platforms. Music provided by Ortega. Special thanks to the Love Truck Stop in Tacoma. Uh, We'll see you back here next week for another brand new episode of Qualified Nonsense. I'm coming for you, loves. Bye-bye.